We need to talk about some just crazy house home price cuts in the luxury market. We need to talk about Salesforce and the fact that their CEO, Mark Benioff, has basically said round two and quite possibly round three of layoffs are coming. Uh, we need to talk about CPI. We get our CPI report on Thursday and expectations. Expectations are for 6.6, falling from last month to from 7.1. I want to talk about the housing market in general and will it be a buyer's market? And of course, we can talk about a couple of articles I read in the Wall Street Journal. So let's get it started. It is early. I know it. Thank you very much for being here. I usually do these at 730, but I have a great day of content uh, ready to be created for you starting at seven and then eight and then nine and yes, even 10 o'clock. So lots of interviews today. I hope you enjoy the daily financial news. So first and foremost, got a note from my friend out in Las Vegas, Brian Lebo, who we will be speaking with on Tuesday. He sent me or forwarded me an uh, announcement from a home builder. They have dropped the price on one of their ready-to-move-in products, $355,000. Yes, I will say that again. You can have a brand new home for $355,000 less than originally advertised. Now, let's put some numbers around this because that's kind of crazy. But where are we at? So again, the original list price, 1.945, now listed for 1.590. Folks, the real estate market is behaving exactly like we have talked about on this channel. We are seeing pain in the luxury market, right? We have been talking about this for three, four, five months. We are starting to see it in the numbers. It is quickly becoming um, very obvious that luxury is the part of the housing market that is most distorted. Oh, by the way, you can get, if you are in the market for a new home, time to get aggressive, time to go shopping. Salesforce, Mark Benioff, he has a saying at Salesforce that he considers employees ohana, which I was told means family in Hawaiian. Uh, he basically had a two-hour rambling uh, conference call and uh, he basically hinted that more layoffs might be needed. Their business is slowing down. Um, productivity is lacking in from new salespeople. Folks, this is an area that I have direct experience in. I was a sales rep, sales leader, second line for 10, 20 years. And right now, 50% of Salesforce sales reps, so people who carry a quota, right? Only 50% bring in 95% of the revenue. Said another way, Salesforce could let go of 50% of their sales reps and all of their teams because a sales rep is never one individual. There are pre-sales, there are customer service, there are renewals, there are this, there are that, there are this, there are that, and they would not be impacted. In fact, they would save money. So again, uh, the sales team is being, um, frankly, unprofitable, right? If 50% of the reps bring in 95% of the deals. And oh, by the way, folks, when Salesforce is, starts laying off people and says a second round is coming, you can expect other tech workers, tech you know, companies to have to lay off as well. 
This is just beginning. Uh, we are about to start a new week, right? Today is Sunday the 8th. Uh, this is something I called last week and was right. I think they really continue this week. I think we get more and more pre-announcements. In fact, uh, one we got over the weekend, or at least I found over the weekend, was from Macy's. Macy's said basically holiday sales disappointed and um, won't be as uh, won't be up to expectations. I expect more and more pre-announcements, negative pre-announcements next week. Uh, something I found this weekend is obviously I've lived in the Silicon Valley my whole life. Uh, my experience is obviously very unbalanced, if you will. Uh, the tech employees, the tech headcount, right? There's many people that are part of tech. It's only 2% of our economy, right? As far as employment count. So 98% of employees are not in tech. So when you see layoffs at Salesforce or Amazon or Meta or whatnot, it will have a disproportionate effect on the Silicon Valley, no doubt. But the Silicon Valley is not the country. And as we saw in the jobs number on Friday, unemployment fell, um, wage inflation slowed down. Uh, most employees, right, the employee has the power today, uh, and we will see more on that later uh, in the news. Folks, we have to talk about Thursday. Thursday's consumer price um, index CPI is expected to fall to 6.6. This is a big number. This is a big number, right? If it if it continues to fall and just hits expectations, the Fed is really going to start feeling their oats and they have successfully beat inflation, right? The Fed is winning. If it comes in even slower than that, the Fed is winning. Uh, if it distorts much higher, call it six eight six nine. Heaven forbid, stays above seven. Uh, the Fed's going to have to do more. Uh, last, what would be last Thursday? Uh, I had a conversation where I wasn't sure if I was going to have to raise my expectations for February first. As you know, I've been reluctant to change my calls. I don't like to flip flop. I stay to the bitter end. But last Thursday, I said, you know what, based on the jobs number and the underlying data, I may have to change my opinion for February 1st. To catch you up, my thoughts are February 1st will be a quarter point Fed rate hike, followed by one more quarter point rate hike in March, which will get us to the 475 to 5% I've been calling for a year. I'm going to stick with that call. I see no reason to change it. Well, I see lots of reasons I could change it, but I'm not going to. I'm going to stick to my guns. I, you know, I have the receipts months back. I see no reason to change that. So I'm going to stick with my February 1st call of a quarter point, followed by uh, March being a quarter point. I don't feel great about February, I will be honest, uh, but I'm going to stick to it. Um, you know, I think I think it's 60-40 right now, maybe 70-30, uh, 25 versus 50. Uh, I get a lot of questions about 2023 housing market. Obviously, will it be a buyer's market? And as I keep trying to highlight, there is no one market. Uh, there are hundreds of markets across the country. In fact, there are, I consider, three markets in your area. In some, there will be four. So I will answer it this way. If you happen to be a buyer shopping in the luxury market, it is going to be the best buyer's market I have ever seen. It just is. If you happen to be in the financial situation where you could buy a luxury home, there you go. You're going to have a great time. Uh, 
if you happen to be one of those people that are looking for a second home, you know, up in the, you know, um, what is it, Bear Mountain or like a ski resort, water, I think you're going to have a chance uh, to get a deal on second homes. To be clear, I think luxury is a deal now, right? We just talked about a Las Vegas home builder whacking something $355,000. Luxury is now. Second homes, I think second homes get increasingly better as folks realize that Airbnb and VRBO are not what it's cracked up to be. It is, in fact, a business, not really passive. Uh, so I think second homes. Move up. This one is a maybe. Luxury, yes. Second home, yes. Move up, maybe. For me, the move up market really boils down to interest rates. If interest rates, for example, stay at six and a half or higher, not really. I just think nobody moves, right? When we have whatever it is, 80% of loans below four, why you, nobody's going to move up and double or heaven forbid, triple their payment. However, if rates fall to say 5%, 4.99, again, I'm not calling this. I'm just saying if, maybe, right? I think people move up if their payment goes up 20%. I think 20% for most people is kind of the number. You know, if you're looking at 50% move up, not many people do that. 100%, almost no one. So for me, the move up market is a maybe. And then the market that I look at every day, uh, most of you would call it the first time home buyer market. It is the market that is 75% of the median area average. It is where the older homes live. Uh, it is where I am trying to buy more rentals. It is where I'm trying to buy flips. Uh, I don't think so. I, I just don't know where the inventories come from. Buyers markets are when inventory is there. And my market for first-time homebuyer homes are scarce. There's not many coming on. The ones that are clean sell. The ones that are you know terrible don't. So again, I think luxury, yes. I think second home is coming. Move up market. I'm not sure based on interest rates, but first-time home buyers, uh, I'm afraid to say it's not not going to be a buyer's market. But again, that's just my opinion. I could be totally wrong. These are all probabilities, uh, not certainties. A lot of talk about inflation in, in the Fed. Uh, Larry Summers has been out. He's been very vocal, obviously. He actually came out and directed uh, something at you and I, the investors. Investors who think the market is uh, simply going to return to normal, are very are very wrong. Larry Summers expects the new next two years to be very distorted, right? If you if you've grown up in the last ten years of investing and you've learned by the dip, uh, you know, by, by non profitable tech, whatever it is, you you're a momentum investor. He doesn't have very good things to say for you. The next two years are going to be very distorted. Wall Street Journal, a couple of articles I thought were interesting. Wall Street Journal asks. If inflation crashed and no one was around to hear it, what does it mean? This is obviously a take on the a tree fell in the forest and you didn't hear it, didn't make a sound. Uh, Wall Street Journal went on to do the math. If you take the last five months of CPI and you annualize the last five months, inflation is sub 3%. It is. Mathematically, they are absolutely correct. 3% is pretty close to 
might call that a win, right? Maybe. This is why I think the Fed does a couple of, does a quarter next month and then a quarter after just to feel like the work is done. And then they go on hold the rest of the year. But again, Thursday is a big number. Uh, you know, I think all of us would want the CPI to come in sub 6.6 six would be a clear win for the Fed. They could clearly, you know, raise a quarter February 1st, right, to continue the downtrend. Uh, but if it comes in hot, something reversed, you know, we're going to have to watch that. Uh, Fed President Barkin, more gradual rate hikes are coming, and we can do that to limit economic harm. I think more and more of these folks are starting to say a quarter point's coming. I think they're trying to tee it up. They're trying to say, hey, we went 75 four times in a row. We just went 50. We're going to give you a quarter. You know, we're, we're coming down the ladder. So again, what does this mean? It means we're almost there. The 10-year bond fell on Friday. And um, we'll talk about that more when I do the, fi the Friday financial wrap-up for, uh, for Friday. But yeah, it is, the Fed is winning. And, you know, the chances of a soft landing are increasing. I do not think they are the base case yet. But they, uh, but the odds are increasing, right? It went from maybe two percent, maybe, to what, maybe fifteen percent. So again, that's up five hundred percent or eight hundred percent or whatever it is, seven hundred fifty, I guess, seven hundred fifty percent. But still, I don't think it's the base case. But it is increasing. And then at the end of the day, the last article I read this morning again from the Wall Street Journal was something called a rich session. I had never heard of that. Wall Street Journal admits to making it up. But basically, the article says that unlike past recessions, the rich are going to feel this while the average middle class and lower class don't. They're basically pointing out that the Fed is coming after the uber wealthy. Talk about Elon Musk losing the first person to lose $200 billion. They're talking about the white collar tech jobs, right? The median income at Meta, according to this article, is $300,000. Damn, 300 grand is the median income at Meta. Wow. So again, uh, they're basically saying the rich are going to feel this one. Labor, blue collar, like we've been talking about on this channel, their wages are up. Union wages are up. And again, I, I look at that. I see the numbers. We've been talking about it on this channel being a white collar recession. We've talked about the 1% losing and the bottom 50% winning. Right, we looked at that. Net worth is up for the bottom 50%, but down for the top 0.1, down for the top 1%, and down for the top 10%. When Jerome Powell said pain is coming, he was talking to the rich. And we've been talking about that on this channel. So again, um, I think it'll be interesting to see this unfold. I still think we have a uh, long and shallow recession. I do think it's white-collar lead. And um, I do think it's kind of a rolling recession, right? It already hit mortgage. It's hitting real estate right now. It'll hit use. It'll hit cars next, uh, and then we'll uh, we just got to get through the year. But again, opportunities will abound. So I hope you have an amazing Sunday. I know I will. But before we go, we got some people to congratulate, folks. Again, this is the number one goal for my channel. I'm trying to send out a thousand of these black cards. What are these black cards? These are cards where you and I celebrate people doing the work and getting their deal. First up is Chris. Chris, congratulations for getting your deal. Your card will go out in the mail. And then Mark, 
congratulations. You actually closed three deals. So Mark, you get three, right? I hope to send out one. Hide my face. So again, Mark, uh, your three cards are going out in the mail. The reason I'm looking to send a thousand of these out is you can get more than one. Uh, I think last year we sent out 15, maybe 16 to one individual. Uh, so again, if you get multiple deals, uh, I will send them out to you. So again, like, subscribe, comment, be a part of One Rental at a Time. Normally do the daily financial news at 7.30, except on days where I have a lot to do. So uh, we will re recorded this at 6.30. Have an amazing day, everyone. Take care. Bye-bye.